Welcome to Jaguar Jabber, weekly world news, an Icona podcast series released each Friday, relaying the international events over the past week. A huge thank you to Jess Reynolds and Maddie Glom for creating the music and artwork of Jaguar Jabber, respectively. Let's get to the news. Well, it's been a while. Hi, I am Editor-in-Chief Adriana James Rodell, and this is the news from Friday, April 16th through Thursday, April 22nd. Friday, April 16th. On Friday evening, protesters demonstrated at Logan Square Park in Chicago, Illinois, against police violence by the Chicago Police Department, after video footage showing the killing of 13-year-old Adam Toledo was released on Thursday. Saturday, April 17th. The CDC released data indicating that half of U.S. adults have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Prince Philip's funeral service was held at St. George's Chapel in Windsor, where the late Duke of Edinburgh had planned it to, quote, reflect personal elements of his life. Sunday, April 18th. In New Delhi, India, there was a record 25,000 cases in a 24-hour period, with one in three people testing positive for COVID-19. It was revealed that 19-year-old Brandon Hole, who, quote, killed eight people at a FedEx facility in Indianapolis late Thursday night, purchased the two assault rifles used in the attack legally months after being investigated by the FBI due to his potential for violence. One of the weapons was purchased in July 2020 and the other in September 2020. In another part of the world, supporters of the Russian opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, are calling, quote, for mass protests to, de- to demand his release amid growing fears over the activist's health. These concerns grow as it was reported Sunday that Navalny has been on hunger strike for almost three weeks. Monday, April 19th. In Minneapolis, on Monday, the 42nd Vice President of the, U- of the United States under President Jimmy Carter from 1977 to 1981, Walter Mondale, died at 93. In addition to being vice president, he was also a presidential candidate in 1984, in which he chose Geraldine Ferraro as his running mate and thus, quote, creating the first presidential ticket from a major party that included a woman. The first day of deliberations began in Derek Chauvin's trial in the death of George Floyd. Deliberations began at 4 p.m. and ended at 8 p.m. The 12 jurors are being sequestered or isolated and hidden away during deliberations and spent the night in a hotel. Quote, Chauvin 45 has pleaded not guilty to all three charges. If convicted, he could face up to 40 years in prison for second-degree murder, up to 25 years for third-degree murder, and up to 10 years for second-degree manslaughter. The charges are to be considered separate, so Chauvin could be convicted of all three, some or none of them. Tuesday, April 20th. COVID-19 caused a decrease in demand for, quote, carbon dioxide-emitting fuels such as coal, oil, and natural gas. The International Energy Agency estimates that carbon dioxide emissions decreased by 5.8% in 2020, which was the steepest decline since World War II. However, as a result of people receiving vaccinations and things beginning to open up, the International Energy Agency estimates that emissions will increase by 4.8%, which would be the steepest incline since 2010, when the world was recovering from an economic crisis. On Tuesday, Derek Chauvin was, quote, convicted on all three counts in the death of George Floyd last year. He was found guilty of second and third degree murder, as well as second degree manslaughter. Wednesday, April 21st. A day following the conviction of Derek Chauvin, Attorney General Merrick Garland announced that the Department of Justice would launch an investigation into the Minneapolis Police Department's policing practices. Thursday, April 22nd. 
In an appeal involving Brett Jones from Mississippi, who was convicted of killing his grandfather at age 15 and subsequently sentenced to life in prison without parole, the Supreme Court ruled against his arguments that his sentence violated the Constitution's Eighth Amendment against cruel and unusual punishment. As a result, the court ruled to not place limits on the sentencing of minors. In the majority were six conservative judges with the other three liberal judges dissenting. So that is all the news for this week. We'll see you with a new episode of Jaguar Jabber Weekly World News next week. Thank you so much for listening to this Akona podcast. And be sure to subscribe to our accounts on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Also, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts so that we can provide you with the best content possible. Stay updated with Akona Online.